hello hello everyone we are back for another episode of it's tempting pod with casey and erin okay <laughs> guys guys full disclosure the mic situation has not been resolved yet it's not it's not terrible but it hasn't been quite resolved. Um, apparently, I need to get a receiver that yes. then will make things not echoey. We tried everything under the sun regarding my mic that I currently have without the receiver, and it's just not happening. So other, we're going to have to go one more episode with it sounding a little funky. Yeah. So and- bear with us. Well, maybe a few a few episodes because – we're we're doing a bunch of today, but yeah. a few episodes and we will get it fixed. And then if you guys didn't know, um, Aaron and I are actually recording like I'm on the West Coast. She's on the East Coast. There's a time difference. It's like a whole thing. So yeah, just bear with us in this these very beginning stages of the podcast because we have some yes. things to work out. But in g- better news, Nova is in the other room with a bone <laughs> chewing away in silence. Uh, <laughs> so everyone, we love her. She's not going to be a problem any longer. Um, I do apologize for that. Everyone, we love Nova, but we don't love her barking for the first five minutes of the podcast. <laughs> so she's been taken care of as well. Okay. Anything else we want to add before we dive on into this little life update? No, just thanks again for supporting us. We really appreciate it. And like Casey said, you know, these first couple episodes, it's kind of us figuring out the system we're using, being across the country, the time difference, the microphone, all that stuff. You know, it it, it, yeah. um, it hasn't been the easiest, but like we really, really, really are determined to figure it out and we know you guys are enjoying it. So we're going to do everything we can to just get it up and running. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't going to be petty, but I'm going to say something, Aaron, about Reddit. (laughs) Okay. What? I just doing all that. (laughs) No, I want to, I have to say something because I'm really proud of us. And like, I just had to address this. So, so I am avid on Twitter, as some of you guys know, and I'm not going to lie. I don't check Reddit like I used to, but I still pop on every now and then. Erin is not on Twitter. She's not on Reddit. She tells me not to tell her what's happening because I think Erin gets a little more sensitive about that type of stuff than Listen, we, than all, me. we all know I have a tendency to, um, what's the word? Cry? Yes. Sob? Yes. So I want to say that the amount of support and love that we have gotten from this podcast is absolutely just like batshit insane. Like it's every day we're getting more downloads. I mean, it's crazy. We're already like charting on Apple podcasts in like different countries. And yeah, it's been like, we love it. We love you guys. We love the support. And it's been very surreal. However, I logged on to Reddit (laughs) and I saw like six people, mind you, thousands of people love our podcast. We love all of you. But there were six people just kind of saying that we're trying to extend our 15 minutes and like basically implying like we don't work hard and nobody wants to hear what we have to say. And I just want to say that literally thousands of people really, really care about what Aaron and I have to say. And they love us. And we work really fucking hard. I want to acknowledge that. Like me and Aaron both have full-time jobs. Mm-hmm. and we work all day and then we voice memo each other all day and we plan shit out and we're up all night and we barely sleep <laughs> and we edit. I mean, we're working our asses off. We so are. I want to like really acknowledge that and like F the haters, but you're also giving us publicity. So thank you. <laughs> that 
that's all I wanted to say about that. Like, literally, fuck off. I'll say it. Fuck <laughs> off. Um, and also, we're not, I mean, like, yeah, we're doing this for us, too, because it's nice to have a voice and kind of, like, explain things that maybe weren't shown. But, like, more than anything, we're doing this for the fans who have been reaching out to us even before ever mentioning a podcast, just Amen. asking asking so many questions that have never been answered since season one. Like, yeah. we get thousands, thousands of questions. So yeah. to an extent, like, we're doing this for us for sure. But at the same time, going into this, Casey and I were like, I feel like there's so many people who have so many unanswered questions, whether it's yeah. how to get on the show or what happens on the show or where are you now. And we're doing it for, for we decided, everyone else. We decided to fill a void and we're kind of killing it. So I just wanted to address that. The, the, we have like 99% love, but that little 1% of haters, normally I would ignore it. But just with how hard that we've worked and how much success we've had in just this one week and how much love we've been getting, I just needed to say something because I was like, fuck off. <laughs> uh, literally, that's why I say off Reddit and Twitter because- You're smart. It doesn't Bob living in his mom's basement- <laughs> I'm dead. Fucking eating cheese. Complaining about our 15 minutes, which by the way, you guys, my 15 minutes has been lasting three and a half years. So let's just yes, chat about preach. that. Let's just chat about that real quick. JK. Preach. Seriously. <laughs> my God. Like. Oh, good times. Okay. So anyways, that's what I wanted to say. But if you want to support It's Tempting Pod, um, please go follow our Instagram at it's tempting pod. There is a link in our bio. You guys, that mm -hmm. is our official website. So you guys can follow us on there. Um, all the different platforms that we're available on are on our website. I think now we're officially available on Spotify, Amazon, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts. I think that's it. I think Samsung podcast, something else. And then we also have a donate button. So if you guys want to donate to our podcast, that would be amazing because like we said, we both work full-time jobs. Everything that we're doing, we're putting our own money into right now. Um, so yeah, that would be amazing. But you can also support us in other ways. You guys following us, um, liking all of our like different episodes on Spotify, five-star ratings, whatever, anything helps. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so let's dive into our life update. So this update where everyone kind of wants to know what's going on with our lives, specifically like relationship type stuff. So we're going to mm -hmm. just like answer some questions. But I wanted to start with a little icebreaker. Um, okay. So kind of like you know how um, when T.I. was posting the different like single like um, little features on social media and they asked them like what their kink was. I think it'd be fun if we said what our kink is. <laughs> little icebreaker. Ah, yeah, my mother. People. I know. My mom, mother. My, my I know. poor father. No, like mom and dad and Aaron's mom and dad. You guys can just like fast forward <laughs> through this little portion right now because there's no need. So oh, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? I'll let you go first this time. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, my kink with, I would say number one is pulling my hair <laughs> like straight up. <laughs> like yes, if, yes. if a guy's like taller than me and he like grabs my ponytail and like pulls my head back a little bit. Oh shit. Mm -hmm. Like done. And then like a nice like ass slap. <laughs> like those two. If it's like a combination, if it's like a pull the hair and an ass slap, like I'm done. Finished. <laughs> like, out, out okay. cold. 
Oh my god. Uh, that's hilarious. I mean, <laughs> I feel like similar to me, I like, um, I'm so sorry, father of mine. <laughs> Getting choked out for sure. Okay, like, wait. So I, I've never had a guy do that to me before. And I, I need to experience it. <laughs> well, this is the thing. It's like they're not, they're not going to just like go up and choke you. They're not going to be like, yeah, here we go. No, I, choke need, I want it. I ask for it. Like I'm like, choke me. Like, <laughs> but then I also nothing. I nothing turns me on more than a guy moaning. Like a guy yeah. moaning in my ear. Like I feel like some guys don't want to moan. Even no, they're even like if, silent they're, sometimes. They're, they're silent. Like they'll like dirty talk. I like dirty yeah. talk too. But like moaning to me is like next level hot. Like if you're moaning and then I'm like choke me out and you're like choke up. <laughs> That is like, honestly, it's the, it's the simple things in life. It sounds, it, honestly, it sounds hot. Uh, <laughs> and, then you, and then you add a nice slap and some hair pull. Right, and I do a quick ponytail hair pull, a quick ass slap. <laughs> Dead. Yes, okay. No. I, I love it. I think our kinks are fire. Um, okay, yes. what's, your, what's your type? Like, do you have a type? Or do you, is it just like kind of whatever? <laughs> I feel like everyone knows my type because I got ripped to shreds for it. I like athletic, uh-huh. toned, tall, muscular. I mean, like, I hate to sound like that person, but honestly, like, that is my type. Like, if you are super yeah. – not saying you have to be an athlete, but, like, I do like the athletic built <laughs> guys. And also – Girl, but I'm I, there with you. I get it. But then, but then I have the weirdest, like – I have like the polar opposite attraction to like the skater, surfer, like string bean looking yes. guys with the tattoos. Yes. Oh my gosh. Like if you like I am wildly attracted to that too. Like if you were like at a skate bar doing like uh kick flips or whatever they're called and you're tatted, <laughs> but you're like super scrawny, I'm like, ooh. Oh, I like yeah. that too. It's weird. It's weird. It doesn't no, make sense, but I it's love not. Both. It's not weird at all, and I'm right on that same page with you. Like, me and you are very aligned in everything that you just said. Yeah. I will say, though, for me, though, Mm. if this has happened to me in the past, if there's, like, a guy that I'm not, like, right off the bat, like, crazy attracted to, and he's not my typical Mm -hmm. type, but he has, like, so much confidence and, like, a fire personality and is funny. Like, if a guy can make me laugh, like, that is, like, number one for me. So, like, if someone's, like, not – if I'm not as, like, physically attracted to someone, but then they, like, make me laugh and they're confident and they're, like, charming, then that will, like, make up for it. But Mm -hmm. I'm pretty much exactly on the same page as you (laughs) type-wise. Like, I'm an athlete or, like, tatted skater boy. Like, there's no (laughs) (laughs) in-between. Literally same. And I mean, like, like, yes, as far as personality goes, I'm the same way. Like, you have to be able to make me Mm -hmm. laugh. Like, honestly, like, it would override anything else. Like, if you are funny, genuine, and just honestly can make me laugh, like, it, everything else will fall second. That is, like, the main thing I look for. Yeah. Because I don't know sure. if you've ever been on a date with a guy with no personality that can't make you laugh. And let me tell you, it is absolute torture. <laughs> like, I would, like, say shit and I'd be, like, laughing and it's just, like, silence. And I'm like, oh, God. Like, I, got, I got to get home. So I'm not yeah. even going to say – I'm not even going to say what I have to say. But, yes, I've been there where I'm the funny one and it's very tough. 
it's, it's like, tough, man. We're like running the show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay. So let's talk about – okay, so everyone wants to know about both of us. What is our current relationship status? Are we single? Are we taken? Are we mingling? What's happening? What's happening in our lives? Hmm. What is happening? To be honest, I, I'm single. Um, uh-huh. You know, I'm actively trying to date. I haven't met anyone that I feel like I could see myself being um, serious with. I'm kind yeah. of just having – I'm kind of just having fun at the moment because I am notorious for jumping into relationships after long-term relationships end. And I've only been like in a few long-term relationships, but my big thing is instead of properly healing, I just then go try to find someone to fill that void. And then after like months of knowing the person I'm like filling the void with isn't my person, yeah, we end and then I'm back back at square one. So I feel like with this, you know, after my public breakup, I decided to just take time to myself to properly heal. And it's it's crazy because I'm literally happier than ever. And it's like everyone around me can see that. Everyone Mm -hmm. tells me it. And internally, I just feel so happy. And it's like, why did I not do this before? I know, (laughs) right? No, that's the, that's the best. Like I like always wish that for people like women and men, like if you've always been in relationships or always like hopped into relationships or dealt with toxic relationships, like it's so important to be single for a while. Yeah. Like learn about yourself, figure out what you really like, what you really want. Like that's like so important. And the fact that you're happier than ever. I I love that. That's like props to you. But side note, when, so I think a lot of people have confusion on when you and Corey really like ended because I feel I feel like a lot of people thought you guys were still together until recently. Yeah, a lot of people did. Honestly, people probably still do. I get a lot of DMs being like, are you still with Corey? And I'm like, uh, no. Yeah. Um, when did we officially break up? I would say July. There was a there was uh, okay. something that something that happened in July that solidified. us. Yeah not being together, us never getting back together. And, um, I won't get into that because I don't want to disrespect anyone. Um, but there is a reason that we are no longer together. And I mean, I wish him the best. We, we still communicated after that for a little bit and we were all, I mean, I thought we were on good terms. Um, I, think that we're on good terms. I don't really know where his mindset is at because we don't really talk anymore. But um Which you shouldn't talk to exes anymore anyways. I always think that's like weird when people like stay in touch with their exes. Yeah, it is weird. But I wish him the best and I know he knows that and um I hope he's happy and I love it. He I hope that he wishes the best for me as well. I'm here for it. So everyone, it's you you heard it here first. Aaron is single. And may or may not be ready to mingle. <laughs> I'm for sure ready. I'm for sure ready. Like, yay. Come on. <laughs> yay. So, All right. So how are you though? Okay. So me. So I feel like out of every question that I get on social media, hands mm-hmm. down, people are extremely curious about my dating life and if I'm yes. single, what's happening. Because I'm definitely like freakishly private 
about it. And it's not even, yeah, like it's not even just on social media that I'm freakishly private about it. I'm freakishly private about it with like my inner circle of friends, my family. Like I don't talk about like what's going on in that part of my life. Right. And I think that's kind of because like when you go through such a gnarly breakup, especially Mm -hmm. publicly, it's like you don't really want to invite anyone into your life until you know it's for real. Because when I went through that breakup, it didn't just affect me. Like it affected my family. It affected my friends. Like it was like a lot of people were affected. So I just, I need to take my time and I need to make sure whoever I seriously date next is like here to stay and is invested in me and is good for me before I like publicly acknowledge them and like bring them into my life like that. I no, I mean I completely agree and I think that it's like after doing the experience we did I know like as far as my parents go they are very cautious about yeah. people that I date or me starting to date again because yep. they act, you know they saw some of the stuff that um Corey was saying about me on the show and it hurt them it hurt yeah. them a lot especially because of the great relationship we all had and yeah. I think now they're kind of like well we're nervous that we just don't want you to get hurt again or yep. get your feelings hurt again or we want someone to value you because you deserve to be valued and you shouldn't have anyone think or speak about you a certain yeah. way. And I think that it was it was very hard for them and they're very protective mm-hmm. over now. Same thing you said, letting people back into my life because mm-hmm. I'm very close with my family and it's like yeah. I want the person I'm going to be with to be best friends with my family. And right. I want to be yeah. best friends with his family as well. Exactly. It's like I but That's how it could be. Exactly. Exactly. So, so yeah. So I've been freakishly private about it for many reasons. Um, a lot of people ask, have I dated anyone since Evan? Like, have I been with other people? Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna because I'm so private about this and I never like acknowledge. I'm like, I'm like nervous. I got like butterflies talking about this, but I also said. Like if I'm going to do this podcast, I'm going to be real and I'm going to be honest. So I'm going to – this is probably the most vulnerable you guys are going to see me in a while for when it comes to this type of stuff. Um, Yeah. So after TI, I did have very real feelings for someone um, for a while and wanted like a future with them and it just like did not work out. I think I kind of got friend zoned and it – yeah, like it really broke my heart. So like right after – like my whole heartbreak with Evan. I had a little heartbreak again. It took a while to heal from that. Yeah. So that happened right away. And then mm-hmm. I've just been single and mingling for a while. I've been doing my things. Yeah. I have a little roster. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of, it can be like a fuck boy a little bit because I just, Ooh. unless someone, this is my thing, everyone. This is what I've learned mm-hmm. with after everything that I've been through. I have very high standards, okay? Like I know exactly what I want and I know exactly what I'm looking for. And unless someone comes in correct and like sweeps me off my feet and treats me like a queen and checks all my boxes, like I'm keeping my options open, (laughs) okay? Like, But like I completely agree with that and I feel like it's such a like – misconsumption or conception. Yeah. I I always say misconsumption. That is like, that's (laughs) not the right, that is not the right word. It's like a misconception that like you, you know, you have to like, um, kind of like change who you are or like they need to like, no, 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 no. The right person will fit into your life and it will be effortless. And I stand by that. 
Exactly. Like, since when did it become such a problem to have standards? Yeah. Literally, you're going to be with this person potentially for the rest of your life. Why is it such a problem to be like, I want this and I'm not going to settle for less? Exactly. Like, I don't understand it. And then it's like, sometimes you dull yourself down and you think you're crazy for being kind of too hard. But no, this is, if you want to be with someone for the rest of your life and you think there's potential, then like... Yeah. The effort has to be made and it's okay to have standards. Like I Yeah. So that's kind of where I've been at is like for the past like couple years after my second little heartbreak, I've just been doing my thing and I've just been weeding dudes out. Like my DMs are <laughs> popping, okay? And I want to make it very clear that if I wanted a man, I would have one. But Facts. <laughs> okay. Facts. Facts. But it's just I notice red flags right off the bat now yeah. because I'm yeah. so not blind to shit anymore. I have very high standards and it, I'll, I'll be transparent. Like my dad, me and as a lot of you guys know, I'm very close with my family. My dad's like my best friend. Yeah. He keeps it real with me. And like a few months ago, he actually asked me, he kind of mm-hmm. sat me down and was like, I'm worried about you. He's like, I just think your standards are too high. And like, you need to remember like nobody's perfect. And I'm just so scared that mm-hmm. you're like never going to feel love again or let someone love you because your standards are like so ridiculous. And I was like, no, I was like, <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. I hear what you're saying, but no, that's, I'm so ready to fall in love again. But this is the thing is I, and I'm almost embarrassed to admit this, but fuck it. I, I help a lot of people by admitting this type of shit. I have never been treated right. Okay, ever. I've never had like a val- a real Valentine's Day. I've never been taken on vacation. I've never been taken on real dates. Like I have never ever been wow. treated right. Okay. Wow. So I want that. So it's either like I want to be swept off my feet where he like t- lets me know his like true intentions and he pursues me and he's like I'm a priority or I just I'm perfectly okay with inspiring people with self-love and being single for the rest of my life. It's one or the other. It's either I get the fairy tale or I'm single. And like, I think that's a very good way to live life. I mean, I completely (laughs) agree. And I also just want to say that it's not just that like you want that it's you deserve that. Like I think that that's what everyone like everyone deserves. Yeah. Everyone deserves a fairy tale ending. to find their fairy tale ending, to find their person. It's yep. not like I want, it's like you deserve it, Casey. I've yeah. seen your growth. I've seen, <laughs> Thank like, you. we've been talking for a while. I mean, seriously. And I'm like super proud of you. And you genuinely deserve it. It crosses over the want. It's like you deserve it. Thank and, you. And I mean, I know you're living your best life, sis. We've talked. So keep it up. I, I am. <laughs> <laughs> keep it up. So that's the last thing I'm going to say about this whole thing. Well, actually, a two, I'm going to, sorry that this is kind of long, you guys, because the, I get these questions all the time. So I'm just trying to like get it out, let you guys all know what's happening. Um, I will say though that right. So over like the holidays, I was kind of, I told you this, Aaron, I was talking to someone kind of seriously, but I was kind of like forcing it, like trying to force chemistry. Like they were like perfect on paper, but like there was just no chemistry. You know what I mean? So I ended that. And I will say now I do have a crush on someone 
I'm like hesitant about it. <laughs> we'll see what happens. She's mm-hmm. giggling because she knows you guys. My my podcast, but just so if any if anyone wants to know anything that's going on in each other's lives, my life or Aaron's life, we know about it because now yeah. that we like work together, podcast, we we know everything that's happening in each other's yes. lives. Yeah. So yes, I do have a crush on someone. I'm a little bit smitten, but I'm hesitant. I have my guard up and we'll see what happens, but I am a little excited about it. So that's where I'm at. I'm single, but I have a little crush. And the last thing I want to say about this whole thing, I want to give a little Evan disclaimer. Mm-hmm. Now that we're at the beginning of this podcast journey, we're talking about my dating life. So if right. you are a listener to It's Tempting Pod, we love you. But if you are here to hear us talk shit about Evan or tea about him or his life, that's this is not the place. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's yeah. not going to happen. Um, I truly am like so good with everything. Like I wish him the best. He's essentially a stranger to me. Actually, not essentially. He is a stranger to me now. Yeah. And I do. I wish him the best. I hope he falls in love. But this is not like this is not the place for that. Um, And also on top of it, if like you believe in me and like you want me to find love and you want me to have the best life, like always coming to my Instagram and bringing up Evan, even if it's like in a positive way, like we don't want that anymore. I really want to get to the point where like I'm not attached to him and I'm self-aware enough to know that like we had a pretty iconic breakup on reality television and I will in some way be tied to him forever. Yeah. But like if you want me to fall in love one day and have an incredible future, like let's try to like leave him in the past because if I ever do fall in love, like it would kind of suck for that guy to like always see people bringing up fucking Evan all the goddamn time. Okay. It's like, it's a lot of pressure for me and it's a lot of pressure for anyone that wants to be with me when my ex from the past is just constantly being brought up. So that's my little disclaimer. Mm -hmm. We're not here for that. We're here for the future, not the past. And when we do recap my season or past seasons, we're going to come from it from a very like objective point of view, like a very non-emotional point of view, just like recapping it, kind of like just letting you guys know what happened. So yeah, that I did want to like, I had to say that (laughs) at the beginning. No, I mean, that's very true. And to like kind of add on to that, when we do recap our seasons, yes, our exes are going to be brought up because yeah. they were a part of the journey. Um, so when we do talk about them, it's not like, oh, here we go. They're yeah. bringing them up again. It's like, no, they were a part of it. They were a part of our They're lives. They're part of our story, whether we like it or not. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So just keep that in mind um, if, if they're ever mentioned, because it's one of those things where sometimes you, in order to tell a story properly, you have to bring up things that have happened in the past. Yeah. Um, okay. So now we're going to kind of dive into some questions that you guys had for us. And I feel like these questions, we're going to answer a bunch of different ones. I feel like they're more geared towards like dating, but there will, there might be some random ones in here as well, but one that I have, we, and Aaron, like me and you can just like switch off, right? Yeah. Okay. So I have, what were you like before the show and how are you now? Like, how has your mindset shifted since before you were on TI and then after. Wow. That's, that's a, a good, good one. I know that's that, a good one. Uh, that, I mean, that is a very good question. I think that, um, I mean, for me personally, anyone watching the show can from the beginning kind of see the type of person that I was going into it. And then if you continued to follow me now, you see 
um, who I've grown into. And I think personally who I was before the show is I was someone who was struggling to figure out myself internally, um, kind of had some unresolved traumas that I had never really talked to anyone about. I had never brought up. Um, and I just was basically like a ticking time bomb and it was anyone who was around me or that got close to me kind of got like the wrath of it. Yeah. And, um, after going on the Island and having the experience I did and not only realizing the way that I wanted to treat others who I was close with around me, but also the way that I wanted to treat myself because that was huge for me. Like self-reflection was like huge for me on that Island. Um, I now am just kind of, I'm just a little more patient. I'm more patient with myself, more patient with, with others. And I've realized um, the type of person that I want to be, which is just a kind person who yeah. is more understanding. And um, you are succeeding in all of that. Oh, thank you so much. You thank are. Thank you so much. I mean, it, like, my biggest thing is that I would always take traumas or insecurities that have happened in the past or from past relationships and I would carry them over into relationships. It was a repeating pattern, it was a cycle. And I think that I've learned that that's not healthy and that's what I was doing. Yeah. And now I know, I think, I also think that's why it's taken me a while to start dating again because I I wanted to properly heal and I still was like, all right, well, am I going to do this to the next person I date? Because I went through an experience with Corey. This like, you know, it's. I love, sorry to interrupt you, but I I had to say this. I love how self-aware you are because there's not a lot of people that can admit that, admit that there's stuff within yourself that you need to fix so you don't project it onto the person that you're with or in your new relationship. Like that's so important. Like I've, I know so many people that it's always like the other person, it's them, 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 but it's like, no dude, like if you went to therapy, the therapist would be like, it's you, you, you. Yeah. (laughs) For real. For real. Yeah. No, thank you though. Yeah. So that's awesome. I mean, that, that was the biggest takeaway. Like I feel like I'm just a completely different person. Obviously there's things that I still am continuing to work on, but more it's like, okay, I'm genuinely happy within. And I think that when I went on the show, um, there were parts I loved about myself, but I wasn't genuinely happy inside with myself. Yeah. And I was taking it out on others. Whereas now it's like, I'm genuinely, genuinely happy. And I do think that the next person that I'm with, um, they will be lucky. Yeah. As I yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yes, they'll be very lucky. How are you different? <laughs> oh God, how am I different? Um, I, I don't even know where to begin. Um, I think w- I very briefly touched on this with Aaron in like one of our voice memos, and we'll talk about it more whenever we recap my season. But I've been rewatching my season. All I've watched is episode one so far because I wanted to like see if I was like good, like if I would be able to do it. And I was totally fine, which I was like, damn, like I'm really over this shit. Yeah. (laughs) I was like shocked. But the thing that just stood out to me the most, minus just like how unhealthy I looked, which was because of the situation I was in. But I was just so innocent and so blind, (laughs) like so blind. I was just like, damn girl, like you really just like were looking at the best in like everyone, like specifically the person you were with. Yeah. And it's like, that's such a good quality to have, but it also Mm -hmm. makes it very easy for people to take advantage of you. For sure. For sure. So yeah, I think the biggest thing is I'm just very, I'm cautious in a good way. Like I still give people chances and like, I don't like project like my trust issues onto people until they fuck up 
but I'm definitely not as like, I just don't think the best of everyone like right away. Like you have to prove yourself to me. And I listen to my gut now. I don't ignore my gut and I put myself first. I always would put myself last when I was on TI in in that point in my life. It was like everyone was before me. Everyone was a priority. I was strong for everyone else, but like nobody was strong for me. Right. And now it's like I'm like – I'm my number one fan. Yeah. <laughs> like I used to, I used to care what other people thought. I used to get in my head about shit. Now like I literally don't give a fuck what anyone thinks about me yes. to the point where sometimes I'm just like maybe I should give a little tiny fuck, but I'm like, nah, <laughs> like I'm good. And then like, if people don't want to be in my life, it's like, okay, like good, goodbye. Like you were lost. Like I'm one hell of a Seriously. good friend. Like any man that ends up with me is going to be one hell of a lucky dude. I just know my worth. I know what I bring to the table and I'm extremely confident that it might even get annoying to some people at times now, but whatever. No, but, I mean, listen, I, I'm obsessed with like everything you just said. And I, I also feel like when I was on the show, I blamed myself for everything. I literally was like, I was like, I'm a horrible person. I'm a horrible girlfriend. I blah, blah, blah. And then when I left, same thing. I was constantly blaming myself, trying to change, trying to like fix all these things. I lost, like going on to that show. I was a good girlfriend. I was a good person. I was a good friend. Like, I acted like I was this horrible, horrible girlfriend. Yeah. And I let everyone believe that it was just me. I lost sight of the fact that, I'm going to be honest, there was a lot of things that we both did wrong, that we yeah. both needed to work on, that I could have said on that show, and I I didn't, and I still haven't, but there was a real reason we did, we did that experience, and... I maybe when we do our episode, our season, my season, I'll get more into that. But I genuinely blamed so much of it on myself that I almost lost my confidence, my spark. And I'm talking not I'm I'm talking more just like, yes, on the island it was shown too, but like afterwards. Like afterwards, I doled myself down so much. I lost a lot of my confidence because I was like, I am doing everything wrong and I have all of America and everyone telling me I'm doing everything wrong and oh my gosh. And then and then finally I'm thinking, honestly, I'm not that bad. I'm not that bad of a girlfriend. I'm not a bad person. I'm an amazing friend. And I'm thinking like, yeah, there are things I needed to work on that I still need to work on. But like at the end of the day, people are fucking lucky to have me in my life, at me in their lives as you. And I... I just feel like I kind of forgot that for a bit. And that was something that I really struggled with. I was like in a deep, deep hole. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Blaming myself. And now being removed from that and properly healed, I've realized that no, I'm actually a really, really cool person. And again, I'm not denying certain things that I did need to work on or things that I was projecting, but also since I have worked on those things, I don't know. I think. But this is the thing is I just think the fact like everyone is flawed and everyone isn't perfect. Like I'm, I've stuff that I'm still fucked up on. Okay. But this is the thing, the difference between a good person and someone that still needs a little help or a quote unquote bad person. Like if you are aware of like your faults and you're actively 
every day trying to fix them and level up and become yes. a better person, you're killing it in life. And don't let For anyone sure. tell you otherwise. If For you are sure. self-aware and you can call yourself out and hold yourself accountable and make changes every single day to become a little bit better, even if it's just 1% better every day, 1% yeah. better every day over time is going to be 100% better pretty soon. So yeah. never forget that. And then one thing that you said that me reminded me Oh yeah. This is something that really changed my mindset since before the show and then after. When I was on the show, one thing that came, stuck out to me and I remember I was like crying in like confessionals or like the little interviews that they do with you when they're asking you questions. Yeah. This was like so sad at the time and I will never forget the way the producers were looking at me when I said it out loud. But I literally was like, I've because all the guys like I'm I'm giving myself a pat on the back right now. All the guys were like interested in me. They all like they all wanted to talk to me. They all wanted to hang out. They kept saying like I'm such a light. Like they want to be around me. I have the best personality. Aww. And I had never heard those things before. I always thought like I was the problem. I always yeah. thought that there was something wrong with me that like I didn't deserve to be loved. Like I always thought like I was just a hot fucking mess. Yeah, And hearing all these guys that just met me say these like incredible things about me and they all want to spend time with me. I would be like in interviews, like crying, like I've just never heard these things about me before. Wow. And then now late now, like years later, I'm just like, I know I'm a catch. <laughs> like I just that girl then saying like, she's never heard that stuff is so crazy. And I just yeah. like, I'm so thankful for the show because if it didn't happen, I wouldn't be reaching my potential the way I am. Like I Same. never, yeah, like I'm reaching levels of potential and I'm never, I'm leveling up every single day. And I would have been like stunted at that, like just sad girl forever if TI didn't happen. No, a thousand percent. And I think that I would have been repeating the same like damaging yep. patterns that I was doing Toxic. to, my, to yeah. myself and to exactly. other people. Like it was a pattern. Like that experience was something I genuinely needed to because right. I needed to be more self-aware. So yeah. Um, yeah. Amen. TI saves lives. <laughs> okay. That was a long question. So now um, what do you have? What, what have people asked you? Us. I mean, a major question that I get to like lighten the mood, I guess, is <laughs> how know, we, right? mood. we got real serious, real deep. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> um, it's just like how you apply for the show, how we got chosen. That's like one I always get. Okay. Yeah. Let's dive into that. Do you want to go first? Do you want me? Um, I feel like yours, you, yours is a little quicker. So yeah. You can go first. Like, um, yeah, so I, back in the day, back in the day, 2018 summer, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, I wasn't like on social media. Well, I had social media, but I wasn't like big on it or anything. I had like 1500 followers, nothing. Um, right. me and Evan, we went on a double date, got all dressed up. We went to the magic castle in Hollywood. Um, we took like red carpet pics, whatever. The next day I posted a picture of me and Evan like all dressed up on the red carpet at Magic Castle on my Instagram. And later that night I got a DM like in my requests and they were like, hi, like I'm a producer for um, Temptation Island on USA Network. Like we love your photo. Like let's chat. Like gave me some info. I legit thought it was a scam and I almost just, you know how you can hit like accept or delete. Yeah, I, I almost yeah. hit delete. And then I was like, you know what? At the time, I mean, if you guys watched my YouTube videos, I already like talked about all this in detail. 
my infamous YouTube videos. But at the time, Evan was unemployed and we really needed money because I was just running the show. So I was like, you know what? Like this could be money for him, like an opportunity. So I was like, I have to like at least let him know just in case, like see what he thinks. So I told him about it and he was just like, you know what? Like let's like see what happens. So we did – I think the first thing was we set up like a phone call, like 30-minute phone call. And then like a week later, we did like a little Skype call. Um, This all happens like middle end of July was when they reached out to us. Um, So yeah, we did a Skype call. And then I think like a week later, we did like another interview. And then it was like LA. And then we went through like all the psych evals and health exams. And then they were like – we were the first couple cast, like way before everyone else. Um, So yeah, they were just like, here's your plane tickets. You're on a plane in like two weeks. So we – from the time we got reached out to and the time we flew to Hawaii, I think it was like a little less than two months when it was just like done. And we got cast, I want to say like a month before we started filming. And then Mm -hmm. Katie and John were the last couple cast. They got cast like a week and a half, two weeks before filming. So yeah, I'm pretty sure when they saw me and Evan, how we like interacted and the way we talked about each other, they were just like a thousand percent. We need them on the show. (laughs) They were were like, this this is going to pop off. (laughs) These these two these two right here they're about to make us some money. Yeah, this this is <laughs> going to be a little bit of a gold mine situation because it's going to blow the fuck up. <laughs> okay, I mean shit, it worked. It, they, they were not wrong. They were not wrong, and I'll never forget in our like LA thing um interview. You remember when like you come in as a couple and you sit in those two chairs and all the like big huge producers are like yep. a semi-circle around you like with all yep. the cameras and shit. Green screen behind you. Yeah, I just remember. <laughs> when we were talking together and then when like Evan left and it was just me and the producers mm-hmm. they were all looking at each other like shaking their heads like they were so down they were like yeah yes and then I remember when we got downstairs other couples were, st- were still waiting to go do their like psych eval and their like health exam we yeah. barely got downstairs and it was like Evan was already in his psych eval I was already getting my blood drawn <laughs> it was like, yeah you were like get these people passed and background yes. like, finished for this shit it was like done deal like shake our yep. hands <laughs> so yep. funny so yeah that's it's- what happened I did not audition Evan did not audition we literally got reached out to on an Instagram yeah like out of nowhere like honestly it's like a god thing like I don't I don't know who's like religious who's not if you believe in the universe god whatever but like i believe it was just like god was like we need to get you out the out of this situation <laughs> like, like we're we going need to out find of a show because <laughs> that will grab this bitch's attention i'm so dead there's no other way there's, there's no, no other way there's no other way but to tempt her with a little 15 minutes of fame on usa network <laughs> oh my god i'm fucking dead i'm literally dead um my situation was similar. Like the latter part of what you said was similar. Like uh-huh. when we went to LA, it was the same thing. The second that we left the room, a producer ran up to us and was like, all right, so like they loved you guys. Now we're going to have you go do the um, physical, the exam or the um, yeah, the psych exam, all that stuff. But leading up to it, it was a long process. I honestly think that it was probably like a seven month process of us getting picked I will say that it was during that's COVID. Insane. That's insane. Uh, that's the one thing that people don't realize watching my season is that everything filming production-wise, picking singles, picking couples, everything under the sun, where we stayed, like we stayed at a joint ho- hotel and resort. Yeah. And we could hear, we could literally hear 
like the other guy's house partying and stuff. Like it, we were super close because not a lot of people during COVID in Maui wanted to like, we couldn't find places like production. Yeah. It was very difficult. So I can't basically like the whole casting process story was during COVID. And, um, one of my, one of my good guy friends reached out to me and he was like, I feel like you would be really good on the show. I heard you were in a relationship, all this stuff. And the reason no one knew like publicly I was in a relationship is because Corey was my boss at the time. So we weren't allowed to publicly date. So <laughs> it was, it's so not like crazy. It's so it was. And that's like why they casted us to begin with, because yeah. it's like in the beginning, because we had a crazy story. Like, this is my boss. We're not yeah. allowed to publicly date. We can't post each other. It causes insecurities because things yeah. have happened in the past. But basically we applied same thing got a phone call I think like a couple months later did a zoom call a couple months later flew to LA or drove to LA because we were in San Diego yeah and we did the same thing the panel with everyone and so nerve-wracking they loved us right away and that's when it was probably like a month or a couple weeks later we got an email being like all right you guys were chosen yeah we don't we don't have the exact dates yet because it's covid and this was right before the lockdown started so there was no, you know what i mean like they gave us a date that was like we're not really sure and yeah the, lock, the lockdown happened or whatever and yeah. i remember we got a call fast forward a couple of months being like you guys were dropped to um what's the word alternate Uh, alternatives or or alternates and we're like what and they're like yeah so basically what happens now is we're still gonna fly you to Hawaii but um if something happens with one of the like main casts like you guys will get picked and if not then you will fly you back like all expenses paid for and at the time Corey and I were like I don't like that sounds stupid like what the hell we went from main cast to alternates like I don't know if we want to do this like all this stuff it was a little disheartening. We were like, oh, or at least I would I be, was, I would be annoyed too. I was That's like, crazy. yo, what? Like to go through that whole process and to hear that you were chosen and then, to yeah, like told be an that alternate, you were, like drop. We were like, oh, whatever. And then, literally a week before flying to Maui, we got a phone call being like, "You guys are chosen for main cast again." <laughs> Like, we're going to fly you out. Like, you're not an alternate. You guys were chosen. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. I had a dog at the time. I still have my dog, obviously. Corey <laughs> and I we were living together. We had yeah. our dog. And they basically were like, you need to somehow get your dog to New Jersey, which is where I grew up, like where my yeah. family was, so that they could watch Miko. And then we had to drive back. It was literally, we drove across the country to drop Miko off at my parents' house because he was staying. He needed somewhere to stay for a month and a half. Like, I'm That's not going to. crazy. And then we drove back to Jersey and then, or to San Diego. And then they ended up the next day, the next day coming to do our like in-home interviews. And then the next day flew us out. It was like a crazy, crazy process. Yeah, Yeah, it is. It's a whirlwind. Something that you said just like brought back a memory to me. Mm -hmm. So you know how you said, um, they were like, we gave you a tentative date for filming and then it's like lockdown happened and everything got stopped. So I have never told anyone this, but I actually got reached out to um, get flown out to Maui for the first Mm -hmm. like a week before filming and then like the first week of filming. Yeah. Me and Morgan, because we were going to do the house tours, like we were going to host the house tours. For my season? For your season. And then lockdown. Yeah. 
No, like me and wow. Morgan, we're going to get flown out and do like PR and like um, basically mingle with like all the different like magazines and stuff for the first week. And then for the uh, and then we were going to give like house tours, villa tours, me and Morgan together. Um, yeah, it was a whole thing. Wow. And, and then so for- and, and then freaking the lockdown happened and then they we canceled it. And I was I'm not going to lie. I was pretty bummed because it's always been my dream to be a host, like a TV host. And I was like, this is right. my shot. But it's okay. Everything happens for a reason. And honestly, at the end of the day, I mean, me and Morgan don't need to be working together like that. So it's I mean, all good. I'm glad that you now understand, though, or like people will understand how like chaotic it was. Like, oh, it was COVID nuts. How production yeah. was like they're like they literally like. I'm gonna be honest. Like, I'm gonna say like the bare minimum. Yeah. No I hate COVID. To be like for my season because it had to be. But then also another thing I wanted to say is for anyone saying fifteen minutes of fan bitch, you are exceeding that. Like if only everyone knew. Like what? I have Wait. no idea. Yeah. No, I keep it on the down low. <laughs> but that's what yeah. I mean. Like I was like fifteen minutes is not up. <laughs> no, it's not. It's just fucking beginning, everyone. <laughs> God damn it. So yeah, I was like really upset. I remember I was like um. I was actually on a ski trip in Vail with like all the, my cast. It was like Shari, Javen, me, Nicole, Carl, um, Katie, and then Katie's boyfriend, Nathan. We went to Vail for a ski trip. And mm-hmm. on the way back, um, the like NBC talent manager at the time, she like was emailing me and I had horrible service. So I didn't get all the emails till I was like in the airport. Um like flying home from Vail and I yeah. was like I was stepped away from the group like we were all like eating burgers in the airport mm-hmm. and I took the call and she, yeah she was basically like so we want you to like host this for like two weeks like we're gonna fly you to Maui everything's paid for but like how do you feel about working with Morgan and I I told her I was like honestly like I'm not gonna lose this opportunity because of yeah. Morgan <laughs> like, right I'll do what I gotta do okay <laughs> I will I will do what needs to be done. Yeah, like I'll suck it up. Like I'll bring a lot of personality. So, right. <laughs> so, so yeah, I was like so excited and then it got all taken away because of COVID. But it's like whatever. Like that, that situation wasn't meant to be and it's totally fine. But yeah. I'll have a new opportunity down the road. But yeah, bitch, my 15 minutes ain't over. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you said it. I love that. I love that. I feel like we should – I feel like we should either do one more question. Yes. Or what are you thinking because it's it's getting a little lengthy again. Oh, yeah. And that's what I was going to tell you guys. So we're still going to actively try to keep them under an hour. But the amount of people that have told us that they don't mind if they go over an hour, we yeah. love you guys. <laughs> like, we love it. We love it. We just don't want to ramble and ramble because we know that we can. And yes. we, we want to keep you all entertained. We want to keep our downloads up and our yeah. – <laughs> people interested so, <laughs> okay so what are you what are you thinking so some of my questions oh one of the biggest questions that I got is do um I think you got this one too the whole people like dating for clout and reality tv and like how do you know if people are like fake or real and like how to navigate that unless you have a different question no, that's a good one. Do you mean like after after the TI. show aired or like the people on the island with us? I think both? I think people are both. Like yeah. how do you know who's real within the TI social circle or who is just mm. trying to get a little more clout? And what's it like trying to date when you have like the blue check and all that jazz? And mind you, I want to put a disclaimer. Like 
me and Aaron are both very down to earth. And honestly, yeah, we don't have like a crate, like millions of followers and we're not, we're like D list celebs. Okay. But, but it, it is weird because there's still times where like we go out and we get recognized and like people, like it's definitely still thing. And I feel really weird even saying that right now, but it, it just, it is what it is. So we do deal with this even though it sounds bizarre. And I no, just have to say no. that. I mean, seriously though, it's I, especially like depending on where you live too. I yeah. feel like it's like. I feel I like know. you almost get it worse than I do because you're in a smaller town. I get it a decent amount. Yeah. I get it a decent amount. I mean, if I go out at one of my local bars, uh, I have at least a couple people coming up to me. Yeah. Just, see, it's so who weird. I've either gone out with or like not gone out with, but like that I like know. I don't know why I said I've gone out with, but like that like I've know or that people like who I've grown up with. I think that's what I meant to say. Yeah. And like also going out in Philly, I'll have random people come up like, were you that girl on that show? The the biggest thing I get though is, were you on Love Island? Like people don't know the name of the show that I was on, but they want to always talk to me. They're like, were you on that show Love Island? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know with with <laughs> me with me because I had such like a traumatic like embarrassing experience I feel like people are nervous to ask so mm. what they'll do is they'll be like you look really familiar because they don't want to like come up and just be like you're Casey from Temptation Island yeah so they'll try to say it like that and then I always play dumb I'm like oh like I don't know and then they I have hope- to say it but I always play dumb I always like, fuck. I always fuck with people. I'm like, I do. Like, I was like, oh, I want. I don't know. Like, uh, that's yeah. weird. Like, maybe I saw you sometime, like at a bar, and then they like have to say it. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously though. Okay. Um, so, but have have you dealt with it? Have I dealt with it? Who do you want me to go first this time? Um. Or, I mean, like, you- I, I, uh, I don't. I, <laughs> Um, I mean, like for me, it's like when I, when I go on dates or if I start talking to someone and mind you, like, again, I'm, I'm not dating someone specific, but I am actively trying to date. So it's like, or yeah, like going on dates and stuff, but I never, ever, ever will give them like my Instagram Amen. to start, to start off with, because even though in our minds, Casey, we know the blue check mark doesn't mean anything. For some reason, to other people, it does. For for some reason, when people see that check mark, they're like, "This girl's a millionaire." Meanwhile, we're like, going to our nine to fives every day. I'm like, yeah, like we're literally driving to work crying. Right? <laughs> our lives are falling apart. <laughs> not, no, I'm the same. I'm the same way. Like I try to even not even just with dating, but with like new friends or like work people. Like I try to keep same. my Instagram. I don't. I don't bring it up until the last possible fucking second. Yeah, it changes. Yep, yep. People immediately act different around you. A thousand percent. Like yeah. yeah, that's same thing. People at work, like no one knows. I will never outwardly tell people. If you find out, that's fine. We can have like a private discussion about it. But I really do not go out of my way to like tell people, and that yeah. goes with dating as well. Because I just think that again, even though we know it means nothing to other people, it does, and they almost think that it's like super cool, like as corny as that sounds. So I try yeah. to separate that as much as I can. Um, yeah. as far as like the guys on the Island with my season, at least, um, I felt like it was very obvious who was there for the right reasons and who wasn't, yeah. um, which made it pretty easy. Like, I mean, you can just tell when there's, 
Yeah. A, hand, a handful of uh, clout douches. chasers. <laughs> douches. On the we love a clout chaser. <laughs> like that just, that they want their 15 minutes of fame. God yeah. damn. You can tell who they are. But yeah. I don't know, like from my experience, like I've always kind of been the type of person who it's like, if you get a gut feeling, you follow it. Like I've always been that way. Like I've always had very good intuitions when it comes That's to friends, when it so comes good. to relationships, like genuinely. And I use that to my advantage and I use that to my advantage on the island. So, but what about you? Um, so me, so like dating in the real world, um, yeah, it's definitely been a thing for me. It's been an issue. Um, yeah. So like there was someone that I had like really strong feelings for and I'm still like, I don't want to say for sure Mm -hmm. that this was the case because I don't know for sure. Like I don't have concrete proof. I've heard rumors and I have like a gut feeling that I was definitely being used for likes and follows and to get a blue check by their name. Ew. So that was – yeah. So that was honestly like the whole Evan thing was heartbreaking because it was just like realizing my whole life was like a lie. Like when you're with someone that – and again, not a doctor. My dad reminded me because he's an attorney that I can't outwardly call people like narcissists or sociopaths. So I'm not a doctor. We can't diagnose anyone. But – I think I may or may not have been with a narcissist. Can I outwardly <laughs> call people douchebags? Because I did. Yes, yes. <laughs> Am can. I going to get in trouble for being like, You just like, can't Y'all. psychologically profile them without <laughs> Got it. Also, if you are dating someone for a blue check mark, bro, you need to reevaluate your life because yeah. So yeah, it's not like- that serious. <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> We're both like struggling over here. <laughs> We're like, we need enough shit to like pay off. Okay, so yeah, what I sorry, we got we did we got sidetracked again. But the whole heartbreak with Evan was like realizing my life was a lie. The so that was like heartbreaking, but I wasn't so much heartbroken over Evan, if that makes sense. I knew he was like a piece of shit. So I was just like I just wasted like 10 years of my life on someone that is a complete lie. Yeah. What was so heartbreaking about the person after was like mm-hmm. I really had like genuine like feelings for them and I was so excited about it and then to find out that like you're being used for like social media is like yeah. devastating like I yeah. don't wish that shit on anyone so that's definitely happened to me and then ever since then I've been very very careful try not to bring up my social media mm-hmm. um the show like I won't bring it up like and that's one thing I've noticed if a guy is like really into me and he's not bringing the show up or my past up those are like green flags for me like that makes me feel like yeah like that makes me feel normal that makes me feel at ease and I'm just like okay like this dude like respects that I've been through some serious shit and like we'll talk about that down the road but like we don't need to dive into it like when we're still getting to know each other Exactly. Like you'll talk about it when you're yeah, ready. Exactly. So yeah. So it's definitely happened to me in the real world. I have to be careful. My friends remind me all the time because I, again, like I just always think the best of people and I am very humble and I do forget that even though I think I'm a nobody, like people do know who I am and like people associate me with Temptation Island and there's fucked up people in the world that will literally just want to spend time with me or date me to get certain things out of it. And yeah, so I, I have my guard up a little bit, but I'm not like, I'll let people prove themselves, I guess. And then as for people on the show, um, when I was on the show, 
I, at the time I was so genuine and I just like, again, think the best of everyone. So I didn't notice it so much when I was filming, but now watching seasons, I can definitely tell. Like it's very obvious. And then the way people act on social media too, like I, I get red flags. I'm like, oh, like you're, yeah, clout. It's it's so (laughs) obvious. It's so obvious, honestly. And And I, one thing I want to say too is like, Mm I get that like we're on a show. So yeah, like I'm always like commenting on the TI stuff and like reposting or whatever, but it's just, I can't really explain it. It's the way people do it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. I feel like that makes sense. Like it's like you're doing it because you were a part of this. And it was, it's like a job. It's exactly. And also (laughs) like, I feel like your comments along with mine are like very funny. Like we're not, nothing's malicious or like, meant to be and we're not trying to like use other people it's just like we're just commenting to comment but then there's other people that are like pretending they're into people to get airtime or get social you know like that type of bullshit like we don't do that a thousand percent i'm telling you that it's i feel like that's what i experienced hands-on on on my side yeah but i also want to say the last thing i wanted to say was I, I made a story about this earlier, but I'm going to reiterate it that there are so many people who want to see you fail, but then when you start succeeding, they come back. And to be honest, like I've had to cut certain people out of my life because of them showing the same pattern of when I'm at my highest point, they want to know what's going on in my life. They want to know how I'm doing. They want to get lunch, X, Y, and Z. But then when it's like I am kind of going through it or maybe need a friend or something, they're nowhere to be found. They're MIA. They're MIA. And it's just like, you know, I'm not, it's not one specific person. I'm just saying that I have noticed that where it's like people will come back into your life when it will benefit them. Yeah. Cause people are fucked up. Most people, people in the are world f- are really fucked up. Dude, it's insane. Yeah. And it's like, you're so obvious. Like I don't understand it. And then, mm-hmm. you know, they just want to be a part or they want to feel like they're a part of your success when in reality, yeah. Or like the people from high school that like never talk to you and then like they come out of the woodworks wanting to go get drinks and you're like, okay, really? (laughs) Or join their pyramid scheme. I was about to say, no, the the best is, hey girl, I really see like you're out there killing you. I see that you're killing it. You got all the followers. Here's Monet hair. I genuinely feel like you'd be really, really good at this. I have a great opportunity for you. Here's Monet. Will you sell my product? (laughs) No, I will not. No, I will not. No, I'm good. Thank I'm you, though. Dead. I'm dead. Um, okay, so I think that kind of for this life update, we'll kind of do life updates like every now and then because we yeah. get a lot of questions and we just want to stay in touch with you guys, chat yes. about life. Yes. Um, but I think for today, this is kind of all we're going to chat about. I think that caught everyone up about all the important things. Yeah, and like we're gonna do different episodes with like questions and answers yeah. and stuff. So continue to either comment or DM us about any questions that you do have, anything we missed. Like we're gonna continuously do this throughout um yep. like throughout our podcast. So it's not like this is a one and done thing. Alrighty, you guys. So just a quick reminder, um, please go follow us on our Instagram at It's Tempting Pod. If you have any questions, concerns, if you want to be a guest, if you want to sponsor us, our email is itstemptingpod at gmail.com. 
Um, our website is in our link on our Instagram. So if you want to donate, if you want to follow, if you want to give us five stars on any of the platforms like Spotify, Apple, whatever, any of it helps. Any of it will change our lives little by little every single day. So I think that's kind of it for today. Yes. thousand percent. All righty, you guys. Thanks for listening to It's Tempting Pod with Casey. And 